One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to All the Small Games. Just doing some vocal gymnastics before we record this episode, which is going to be, believe it or not, about indie games. Oh, my God. My name is Andrew Levins, and uh, with me uh, for the first time and the last time, <laughs> like every time, it's John Valenzuela. Hi, guys. <laughs> John Valenzuela, so nice of you to join me tonight. Um, I've got one question for you. What do you what got? is an indie game? <laughs> It's a state of mind, Levens. It's a it's a place where I, a I young feel, boy or girl can. I, feel like I always get you. I feel like you never <laughs> I never see it coming. <laughs> um, today we are going to be talking about uh, one of our favorite game services of yes. 2019. Guess what, motherfuckers? It's still around in 2020, and it's still got Haters. a bunch of great games from 2019 that we didn't get around to playing yet, and we're both playing them now. Plus, maybe even. A brand new 2020 game. Yeah, I think so. Haters, uh, haters say it was never going to work. Fuck them. Yeah. It works great. Um, we're talking about the Ouya. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a tombstone somewhere with Ouya written on it. Oh. And they've somehow managed to spell it Ouya within it, like to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're actually talking about Apple Arcade. Uh, um, it's been a while since we talked about Apple Arcade, but uh, yeah. we, I feel like we're both regularly playing games from it. Uh, I know a lot of uh, friends of mine have like let let the subscription go. Like yeah. they're like, you know, you know what? I actually don't like playing games on my phone, but uh, I love it. Yeah, which um, which you didn't used to. Interestingly enough, I, I remember prior to Apple Arcade, you you almost never gamed on your phone. I feel like because games kind of sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like except for like Disney Sum Sum. Oh or God! Or I play games that I knew sucked because yeah. I was addicted to them. Of course. Uh, but like you know, yeah, I the I think. Phone games got a bad rap for the longest time because oh, the model of just selling them as a, you know, five to fifteen dollar game just wasn't working. You know, they weren't recouping the money, so they made them these awful, yeah, uh, pay to play, just no good ad ad fucking ads everywhere kind of thing. Plus, yeah. the game section of the app store is just garbage in terms of moderation and curation. Yeah, I mean, and, and the Switch store isn't too, too yeah far exactly. I mean, we're we're gonna, probably going to get like you know Switch arcades soon. Yeah. I would love that so much. That would be great. Yeah. Like, 
Um, so uh, two games we're going to be talking about today, but I've got a few, like maybe a few other games, maybe a little Apple, Apple Arcade update. Right. Um, Sounds good. Because uh, what, what have you been playing the most of recently? Um, I've, really, I've really been hammering the game I'm going to talk about. Which is uh, No Way Home, uh-huh. uh, which I think was the it's the 2020 game that you mentioned. I think it came right. out like two, three weeks ago. Well, I like religiously. I mean, just like I, I like just checking sales and like you know, even just walking through aisles of shopping centers or game, you know, electronic stores looking for new games that I sure. haven't bought yet that I might be able to buy now. Yeah, my favorite thing about Apple Arcade is every week on Fridays checking the new releases. Yep, definitely. Lately, it's been like one new release. It but, has it has slowed to a trickle. Um, I kind of like that, but uh, I mean, sure. And it's one of those things where it's like their opening lineup was like forty games. Yeah, totally. Like and they could have they could have staggered that out. They could have. I still have like a lot of games on the list that I uh, intend to get to from that initial launch day. Sure, launch you know lineup. Uh, the game, yeah, no way, no way home came out on. Um, you've been calling it no way out. No way home. No way home. No um, way out is the one we played last. That's right. Uh, we started this podcast out. with a way out or no way out? a way out a way out a way out way out um Ooh, yeah. no way home came out on the 10th of january yes so just last week um or a few weeks ago when we were, you know what ignore me everybody yeah. <laughs> um i've been playing a game that came out in november um that i missed at the time called guildlings yep that i recommend i played half an hour of and i was like god damn it john you need to be playing this immediately. And, it's yeah. a super sweet kind of like odd RPG. Yeah. Um, that kind of ha- borrows from the right RPGs. Like it has like a little bit of like Paper Mario whimsy and then like the um, Undertale uh, thing where you don't actually... It's, it's not combat. It's, not it's combat. all you... about like sort of blocking and diverting enemy attacks yeah. until... Because combat will be like three turns long and you just have to survive those three turns. Uh, then, yeah, I mean, it's also about your mood. It's got great writing. Yeah, like, I, I thought of you instantly. It was that. it was funny. You were like, you got to play this, and I was like, dude, I finished that a while ago. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah, right. It's crazy. Like, what did you talk about on the show? Uh no, because that was when I was in. Um, uh, I was on holidays. Right. So, the, it, is it like a like part one or whatever? yes? Because yeah, right, you sure. reach you reach the end, and it's like you're you're going to kind of. I think you're making your way back to your house where something bad's happened and then it's like part chapter two coming soon kind of thing. Yeah, I wonder when they're going to deliver on those because I know a lot of like the biggest criticism leveled at some Apple Arcade experiences um, is that like, yeah, they, they, they ended abruptly and then said like that was part one. Yeah. And you have no knowledge of that before you start playing it. Sure. That kind of sucks. I'm, I'm, I mean, that, it's one of those things where there's so many other things to play I get on that. Apple Arcade. That, I'm not saying that's a fault of yeah. Apple Arcades. I'm saying it's a fault of the, the, the game itself. Sure. Like, say it's part one in the, in the title. Well, or I wonder if... Uh, yeah, say it's part one in the title or hold off until you have a full game. I get why you would need to split it though. You're getting make... a you're getting a lot of stuff here, Levens. I'm 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 impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, love, I love to get things, um, but yeah, the game I've been playing um, is uh, a game that came out. What game am I playing again? I can't remember what it's called. It's a, oh, two, it, two it names. Came, yeah, it came out on uh, the eighth, the same the same week that um, yeah. that Guildings came out. A game called Takeshi and Hiroshi. Nice. Um, I feel like I've started uh, each episode lately. Why don't yeah, you, why don't, I'll, why don't you I'll kick it off this time. Um, no Way Home. No Way Home, the new game from SMG Studios, uh, a, a former workplace of mine. So it was very cool to see them um, 
get up on Apple Arcade. Yeah, it's the first developer that we personally know that's yes. done an Apple Arcade, Apple Arcade game. Which is, <laughs> which is fantastic. And also, we should know more developers. Um, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Holler- live with us, developers. Exactly. Holler at us. You can live in my study. It's yeah. lovely in there. Yeah, it's very nice. There's a glow-in-the-dark boo. Yeah. Call back. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is a new game from SMG Studios out of Sydney. Uh, of course, SMG Studios uh, gave us... Death Squared. You're going to say Death Stranding. Yeah, it came so close. <laughs> uh, Death Squared, OTTTD, One More Jump, One More Bounce. Super One More Jump. Super One More, yeah. Um, where So the, the game essentially, it starts with you being on like, uh, you, you are, I think, the captain of an intergalactic cruise ship, mm-hmm. which runs into an iceberg and everything freezes. All the, all the people inside, fr- you know, all the people on the ship freeze. The ship then, like, just sails around the galaxy for years and years and years and years until finally, um, I think it gets hit by an asteroid and it's about to explode. And so the AI on the ship ejects the captain's, like, escape pod, which is where the game starts. You were the, you were previously the captain, I believe, or maybe just someone on the ship, but you were in this escape pod and you realize, oh, shit, I don't know where I am. I need to find out where Earth is. You start exploring, you come across like a, a, a bar in outer space, go and visit, and that's that's where you sort of like, you are told, I have no idea where Earth is, this person might know. Your quest, your your, your, your line of quests sort of starts from there. So essentially, it's a, it's a twin stick shooter mm-hmm. set in space, float, float How around. How does that work as a touchscreen game? Oh, it's just, you put your thumbs on the bottom corners of the screen and... So auto auto fires does it or no? Uh, your left your left thumb uh, points the direction that you want to shoot the gun in. Yep. Your right thumb controls the direction you're flying the ship. How do you shoot? When you when you move your right thumb in a direction, it will shoot the gun in that direction. Okay, right. But you have to. It's, there's no like shoot button. No, it will yeah. shoot automatically when you drag. Like if you take your thumb off, it will stop shooting. But then when you put your thumb on and drag, it will shoot in that direction. Yeah, okay, sweet. And I think from from what I've played so far, I get the feeling that there is a a little bit of help in terms of like the it will lock on to enemies that are close by. Right, sure. Which can be good in some situations, but then there are some fast moving enemies where the lock on is a little like. The enemy moves and you will lock onto it, but you're firing... Like, you need to fire where the enemy's going to be, not where it was. Sure. And that's sort of what it does. Anyway, you you are just tasked with essentially working out how to get back to Earth. So this involves you, like, floating around the galaxy, going through warp gates to various areas, going to bars to, like, talk to people and pick up quests from them Uh and see if they know anything about Earth. Uh, there's tons of options to upgrade your ship. You can like you can upgrade your weapon. You can upgrade your armor, your shield, the the sort of engine that's running your ship. You can put add-ons on your ship that like give you give you certain bonuses, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you sort of you navigate through each kind of section of this this star like. There is a there is an overview map which is a star map that kind of shows like all the little nodes you can go to, and then each node is kind of like, uh, you know, you have to navigate through space rocks and stuff like that. Sure, fighting enemies. Um, there is some very cool like enemy design. Uh, the, your your ship upgrade options can feel very rewarding. 
Like I've I've installed a weapon on my ship and upgraded it to the point where like anything I run across I can pretty much turn into toast fairly quickly. Okay. It's only the really hard enemies that that you know provide like not not even a challenge because you can have a like you can run into a huge amount of lesser enemies and still get your ass handed to you essentially. Yes. Yeah, sure. Like if there are a ton of enemies on screen and they're all firing at you, it almost turns into like a shmup of you like having to kind of weave in and out of all oh, this, yeah, sure, yeah. all this enemy fire while or trying to return. Fl- yeah, yeah. Um, you've got a little AI assistant with you who you can equip with a gun as well, so that can be very helpful in combat. Um, there's a lot of like little touches to this game that I like. Like you're, you know, I'm like I'm really impressed that this exists because I feel like SMG are very telling in what they're working on, and like always showing their games that they're working on it at. At, uh, at expos yes. and on Twitter and stuff like that, whereas I feel like this came out of nowhere. Well, they've definitely been putting a lot of their effort into their new game, Moving Out. Yeah, which, which I, is which the I, kind I, of like... I know over, heaps about because I watch yeah, videos all the time. Overcooked, but for Moving furniture removal. Yeah. Funnily enough, this game has been floating around in some form since like 2015, 2014. It was originally called... Here's that insider info oh, I've been fucking jonesing oh, for. Here's that BTS, baby! <laughs> it used to be called Hyper Robot Death Party. Oh. Similar kind of conceit. It was a twin-stick shooter set in space. Uh, they they had been toying around with like various mechanics and story that they could put on the game. And I think it just... With, with Death Squared... Because I think it predated Death Squared. It was like post OTTTD before Death Squared. They had small teams working on the mobile ones, the one more jump, one more line, that kind of thing. Then they had uh, some of their sort of like more senior game developers tinkering around with Hyper Robot Death Party. Right. Um, but I think when Death Squared started to take off, they just shelved it, essentially. Right. As in, put it on a shelf, not up their butts. Um <laughs> We live in 2020. We need to specify these things now. Um, so when I started playing it, I was immediately like, "Oh, f- I recognize this. This is Hyper Robot Death Party." But they've like they've clearly gone back and thought about it a lot and like polished the art up because it used to be very sort of like eight bit, yeah, or even no sixteen bit. It's probably more in line, um, yeah. And added all these systems to it and all this kind of stuff. And it was it was nice to be like, "Cool, you guys like you you finally managed to get that one through the door." So I think I can understand why it was like probably they didn't talk about it as much. Plus it is kind of cool to just be like, "Hey guys, boom, there's a game out." Like it all, you know, almost shadow dropped essentially. Like I I found out about it on the day it came out as well. Um the story is I mean, I'm just I'm essentially just bouncing around between people at the moment doing quests for them. Mm-hmm. Um nothing nothing I've done suggests that I'm getting any closer to finding out where Earth is. Right. Uh, there are these, like, challenge domes you can go into that you enter through, like, giant stone heads in space. And once you finish a challenge dome, you get a little, like, data core that seems to be... Like, for me, almost the most compelling thing at the moment is completing these domes and finding these data cores because it's, it's like, someone talking about it almost seems like setting up a universe. Right, cool. Like, just a little... That little story I'm finding really compelling. The the Finding Earth stuff, because it's become this thing of like, oh, I like I, I took a quest the other day that's like some, some person like, oh, I hate these documents I have. Can you take them far away and get rid of them for me? So I need to fly like four nodes down into the map right. to do this. 
and I'm 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 sort of reaching a point where I'm like, that's a long way to travel, dude. Like, can you like, is there anything closer that I can find, sort of thing? So, following these quest lines is starting to get a little bit tedious, just a little bit. But upgrading your ship is awesome, and it's fun to tinker around with all the different weapons. Uh, the combat is pretty good. Uh, they have a challenge mode, so outside of the main story mode, you can do a daily challenge, which is where you get uh, sort of a like a randomized ship. So like some some weapon, different components on the ship. You then have to kill as many enemies as you can, build up as many points as you can to um, to to get on the leaderboard. Uh, and I have been jumping in there over the last couple of days. It's it was actually funny. I saw one of the developers. Um, Patrick, Patrick. Let's just say Patrick. I've forgotten his last name. <laughs> it's been a while since I worked there, uh, but it was cool to see Patrick. Uh, his his user handle is the number one. I was like, "You son of a bitch! I'm going <laughs> to take you down, dead. Damn it!" Um, but yeah, look for for it's it's a game that I've been really enjoying. Like, oh, I have five minutes. Boom! I'll jump in, float around, shoot some stuff up, that kind of thing. Yeah, that sounds really appealing. And then and then I'm I can like it's not it's it's not drawing me forward but it hasn't like it's not pushing me away either yeah i I saw some people describe it as like yeah exactly the things that they like about generic mobile games done really well yes like it being like a little bit mindless but in a really great way that's a great time filler yeah yeah i'm definitely like i'm i'm pursuing quests and i've reached a point now as well where i'm just because more often than not like you can't you can't jump from like where you are to where you need to be, you need to go through every node on the mean in the you know in the meantime. Yeah. So I've it used to be like I'm fighting my way through the whole map. Now I'm just piss bolting from teleporter to teleporter, like like across entire maps at top speed, just to be like, just get me to the next, like get me to where the flag is. I just want to like finish this quest and keep moving. Essentially. Yeah. Cool. Um. But then occasionally I'm like, oh, it's a whole like nest of pirates. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it's great. Something it's... for every facet of your personality. Indeed. Um, yeah, so Apple Arcade out now. Shout out to SMG Studios. Nicely done. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, Apple Arcade is where you'll also find uh, a game that I'm about to talk about called Takeshi and Hiroshi. Right. Um, and this is a, uh, a game made by a Japanese developer called Oink Games. Okay. Um, and Have they done anything else? All right. Well, I was going to save this because as I was looking at this game, I had this like moment where I was like, oh my God, that's who Oink Games are. Right. Because this I'm game so- is... I'm sorry. I've gone off script here, Levin. This game is really, really polished. Um, uh, 
uh, for, for what it is. Sure. Um, which is a really enjoyable game. We'll get into it in a moment. But I was like, I've never heard of this game. These, these guys as a game developer. They don't really seem to have any other video games that developed. That's because they don't make um, video games, John. This is their first video game. They're making board games as one of Japan- oh. Japan's premier underground card game makers. <laughs> oink, ga- no, oink games are like like renowned for. If you ever go to like a, a game a game store, like a, a, um, a physical game store, board game store, and go to the card section, and you're ever like, "Whoa, why the fuck is this sixty dollars?" Right? Oink Games makes it, and it's because they are like the most beautifully printed, like oh. incredibly de- like designed. Really unique games. Um, I'll, I'll list a few of them in case some of our listeners uh, have might have one on the on their shelves. But Nine Tiles Panic is is one of their really popular okay. ones. Uh, Mister Face. Um, they have one called um, Tomato Mato. Right. Um, and then uh, Flotsam Fight, Money Bags, Zojin. There's one um, unbelievably beautiful one called A Fake Artist. A fake artist goes to New York. Okay. Which is like an art, like like really sounds. That sounds like a burn. <laughs> um, but like yeah, like a lot of the, these like you know car games will be next to like a fifteen dollar Uno set. But sure, it'll be like yeah, like sixty dollars for this. Who's thing. paying like, fifteen dollars for Uno? But they're like beautifully designed, and it's, there's a kind of thing like for an idiot like me is like I want the expensive one, please. Yes, like <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a recent discovery because my my son is a, a huge Uno head. Right, um, and so we are now just trying to find any new fun card game to play because Uno's fun, but like for a while, for a while, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so he, we've, been, we've been playing a few variations on of Uno, um, a lot of a lot of, a lot of rummy, games, right? Okay, um, uh, but I, I'm I'm trying to get him onto like these weird artsy card games. Cool. Um, and Oink Games seem to be the premier place to get them. Nice. Anyway, Oink Games made a video game called Takeshi and Hiroshi in which you play as two, one of two brothers. Right. Takeshi is the older brother. Hiroshi is the younger brother. Do you um, choose? Well, no. You are... Um, it's, it's a story-based game. Okay. Right? So, in the story, um, you are Takeshi, an older brother who... Uh, Wants to make his own games and right. is trying to make his. He th- he's somewhat of a of a of an amateur game developer, right? Um, and uh, his younger brother Hiroshi thinks the world of Takeshi and uh, is obsessed with him and can't wait to play and cannot believe that his brother makes games, right? Um, Hiroshi is also sick with an unknown illness. Um, but um, at the start of the game, um, Takeshi lies to Hiroshi and says, "Oh yeah, my, I, I've totally finished my game," but. Um, so uh, basically Takeshi tells Hiroshi that he's finished an RPG and Hiroshi can't wait to play it. And um, Takeshi's like, shit, I haven't actually finished it. I know what I can do. I can operate the game from my laptop while he plays it on the tablet. Oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> and so what you, the aim of this game is to control the difficulty of an RPG for a young, your younger brother. Nice. So you basically choose the waves of enemies that Hiroshi faces as the hero in this RPG. And if you make it too easy, he gets bored and you lose joy points. Sure. But if you make it just hard enough and like, especially if you like manage to give him like enough um, enemies on screen at the one time or you time it so like the harder enemies strike him and he loses all but one of one, one health point, you get like... Your joy levels go through the roof, and you have like five rounds to reach a certain level of joy from Hiroshi that Hiroshi gains from playing your game. Okay, um, this is all very meta. It's really, really cool. Like, I've, I, I, when you when you first get it introduced to it, you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty fun. But then, as you, there are more enemy types, there's like all these different ways that you can slow Hiroshi down as he levels up and gets more powerful, and then still hurt him. Okay, yeah. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it 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 the 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 main thing that hooks you to, on this game is that it's a uh, like it's got a beautiful story, right? And the story is the production values like like the RPG just looks like a generic RPG, but sure. it's kind of meant to because it's been designed by a kid, of course. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the the story parts in which you like you know you, you learn of the relationship between Hiroshi and Takeshi, and then you also see their um, like you know Hiroshi getting sick and. Um, he goes to hospital at one point, but his his like excitement for the game is like what's making him get better. Oh, nice! And like you know, he's like you know he really wants to get better so he can play Takeshi's game. All of this is told in this like unbelievably well produced. Um, reminds me of like like your Frosty the Snowman um, or your um, old Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Like that kind no, of like old, not, not quite fl- playmation, like, but yeah. like stop motion, yeah. moral oral, the Adult Swim sure, show, sure, or even sure. Ro- Robot Chicken. Yep. Um, but it's this really cutesy, like, you know, like, yeah, two brothers, like very emotive. Um, uh, and, and you have like, you meet Takeshi's school friends and their, pa- their mom. Um, it's, it's, it's a really, really sweet story. And like, I, I, th- I think once you get the hang of, um, how, how to make an easy RPG, it's pretty, like how to make the RPG work for, for, for Hiroshi. It, it is pretty easy, but definitely throws some challenges at you. Okay. And I, w- I was having to restart like the entire run. Of, uh, of of chapters like there's, it's broken up into chapters. Sure. I had to restart a few chapters because uh, uh, I fucked up. Damn, I fucked up big. Oh no, I, Hiroshi got dead. <laughs> like not actually. No, no <laughs> like in the game. Sure. I, I actually, I was like, oh god, how dark are they going to go with like the sick brother storyline? Right. Don't worry, they don't go very dark. Right. Okay. It's a it's a really really sweet and happy game. Um, and considering this was the uh, the first Apple Arcade game I played after finishing Inmost, which is right. by far the most depressing game I've ever played yeah. on my phone. You, oh, you wound up finishing that. You didn't finish Inmost? I know, I finished it. I loved Inmost. I, was just, I think I finished it before you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, I liked, That was so weird and cool. Um, yeah. It was like gloomy as hell. But... Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's lots of suicide. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oof. Um, it's a dark game. It's a dark game. But this sounds like the perfect antidote. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a really really sweet game, and it's a really interesting hook that I've not seen in a game before. Um, and uh, it was told told really really interestingly and, and uh, in, in a sweet way. Great production, and uh, made me now very very excited to spend all my money on Oink Games as uh, card game sets. Nice. Yeah, they um, sound pretty deluxe. Man, I'm just looking at their website now, which is uh, oinkgms.com. Mm-hmm. So many incredible looking games. I'm I'm pretty much going to. Uh, send this to show this page to Archie and be like, okay, what do you want? Right. So they have made some apps before Oink Games. Um, 1,000 meter zombie escape, legendary warriors, um, Mujo. Okay. Olim, some puzzle games as well. A oh. race to create your town to the best of your ability as the conditions keep changing. Man, look at this card game. It's like a Mexican wrestler um, card the, game where you just have it, different one, masks. It's which one's it called? Mask Men. I am the strongest. You have to play a, a wrestler which is stronger than the previous, but the strength of the wrestlers is not determined. Question mark. Find what? out if your wrestlers are strongest or the weakest. Deciding which cards to play is not easy. Are you ready to rumble? My goodness! Look at all this. These troll. guys are these Tr- guys are oh, prolific. Yeah, that, troll. Yeah, that, that, yeah. All these games are pretty expensive too. Watch me buy all of them. <laughs> yeah. See you soon, bankruptcy. <laughs> hey. Uh, so that is uh, Takeshi and Hiroshi and No Way Home, two uh, Apple Arcade recommendations for those of you who have kept the service 
Um, have you kept a service? Me? Let us know. I know oh, you right. have. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have looked <laughs> directly like, at you. How dare you ask me that? Of course I have. We want to hear from you, and you can uh, you can let us hear from you by emailing us at allthesmallgames at gmail dot com, or you can let us know on Twitter or Instagram. Um, well. Twitter at account all, is all, at all the small game, and our Facebook is at all the small games. And individually, John is at sixteen tacos on Twitter and Instagram, and I am at Levdog. Uh, we have one email. Yay! Let's read it. Love to hear from the fans. Um, this one comes from James Chilton, and he says this one's called Budget Gems, not, to be, not to be confused with Uncut Gems. <laughs> Uh, James says, hi guys, thanks for the great pro- podcast You're After welcome. discovering it a few months back via Sans Pants I've now finally got up to date um, Speaking of Sans Pants, I was on uh, Thumb Cramps a few weeks ago Yes uh, Jackson made me, forced me to play Chirok 2 Actually kind of really love that game Really? <laughs> yeah Oh boy Just listen to that episode too, it was a ton of fun to record and, Sure uh, I, I reckon it'll be a fun one to listen to too Um me, Joel, and Jackson, just being dickheads. Good fun. Nice. Uh, it's led me to, to picking up multiple games and take even take notice of game soundtracks. The Pikaniku and Donut County soundtracks are often on my playlist now. Hell yeah, that Donut County one. I'm is, taking full credit for that, bro. Don't, even, don't you even fucking try. Wait, what? <laughs> for the, son of a For his bit. love of soundtracks, not, oh, not sure. for Donut County. Of course. <laughs> hey, hey, I have the Donut <laughs> County soundtrack on vinyl. Uh, loved the top 10 lists too, and looking forward to grabbing some of the titles. One of my favorite game experiences of 2019 was Miles and Kilo after your review. Interesting. Okay. A perfectly concise indie experience with that just one more try hook getting stuck in me. Also, my kids loved it once they got the little indestructible boost. Uh, due to this, there are, are there any one, one, are there any budget gems on the Switch eShop that you can recommend? I mean, um, it changes week, for the, in, week yeah, in, week out. But can you think, think of any always very, very cheap uh, experiences? Okay I mean I'm stalling here But like What's cheap Is cheap Less than 10 bucks Uh, Well my one is a dollar Right And it's called Ding Dong XL Right And I've got it on my phone And I love playing it on my phone But I know it's on Switch too And I feel like it's one of those games That like If you want to play it with buttons It's fun with buttons too Okay Ding Dong XL Is a game where you have to uh, go from the top to the bottom right. of the screen. Um, but there are obstacles in between that you have to dodge and the game gets faster and faster um, and you have to navigate all the shapes and uh, basically like my high score is like 70 or something like that. Okay. It's super fun. It's super addictive. Check it out. Ding Dong XL. You could, you could pit your children against each other. Just as nature intended. Mm-hmm. Um... I am... I'm just looking at the store now. There's nothing off the top of my head. Although I did just notice the Graveyard Keeper Collector's Edition. How much is that? Uh, it's like 45 bucks. Damn. And it's not something you'd play with your kids. What about in your actual library? Have you got any there that you know you paid fuck all for? Um, I mean, there's time, time, the time one you recommended the other day. Time Recoil. Yeah. Time Recoil is a great budget twin stick shooter that I would highly recommend. The same makers also made Jidge. And oh, ne- yeah. Neon Chrome. I liked all of those, but Time Recoil is by far my favorite. It has a very, very insane story, but it is a uh, twin stick shooter with a slowdown mechanic that only activates as you make multiple kills. And if you up to eight kills grants you like different superpowers with each kill, it's fucking rules. Is this, I mean, is this games, sorry, remind me in the email, is this games for him to play with his kids or just games for him? Just like fun games to play that are cheap. Right, okay. Maybe um, we can revisit this in the, in the future if you like. Sure. I mean, it's it's super annoying with 
the eShop the way it just removes the price and just tells you purchase. Oh, once you've already, yeah. Like, because I'm looking through this, like, there might be something here, but, I mean, like, Gato Robato's got to be fairly cheap, right? Yeah, I think it was, like, a, around a tenner. Yeah. That was an excellent game. Yeah, it was a great game. Um, it's crazy how many games are, like, 75% off now at the moment. Yes. Uh, Which I mean, is that's, pretty good for sales. Like, I always, I always will go in and comb the current office section of the shop just to see, like... Like, Unravel 2 was in there the other day. Oh, yeah, I, I saw just, that. I was yeah. just like, cool, I'll cop that. Done. How much is it? It's like 15 bucks. I like the Pretty... first Unravel. I think the first Unravel game made me cry. Really? <laughs> I should play the sequel. Yeah. Maybe it'll make me laugh. I'll cry twice. Uh, James, we will let you know of any yes. budget gems in the future. Thank you so much for your maybe, email. Maybe that's something we can do occasionally is take a look through the... Budget gamers. The eShop and be like, here are our recs for the yeah, week. totally. Yeah, um, sweet. Vooks.net is a great place to look for sales as well. Even if you're not based in Australia, um, they always do a very concise uh, summary of uh, of the sales around the world on the Switch eShop. Check that place out, Vooks.net. Good on them. Uh, If you want to email us, you can, allthesmallgames at gmail.com. Thanks to James. Thanks to you for listening. And John, thanks to you for being here. Thanks to you, At your house, where I came to visit you. Sure. It was great of me to be. It would have been here. weird if you weren't. Thanks to the planes that have been screaming overhead hey, they, this whole they time. They kind of stopped this. Yeah, down. I think we did okay for for this one, but we, yeah. boy, they were a scourge for the last couple. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Uh, I think we'll be next time we talk. We'll we'll be both be playing Kentucky Route Zero. I am so excited. What's the full edition called? Uh, TV edition. TV well, edition. It, no, well. The full edition, it's full editions is Kentucky Route Zero. TV edition is the one that they're porting to PS, Xbox, and Switch. Cool. Yeah. Unreal. Well, enjoy yourselves until then. Indeed. But not too much. Yeah. You rascals. (laughs) Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.